0: Well, Trail Talk SA is into double figures, episode 10. My name is Brad Brown. Thanks for joining me today. And a pretty cool show. We chatted last week to the winner of the Otter African Trail Run, Ricky Lightfoot. If you missed that episode, you can head over to trailtalksa.co.za forward slash nine. But this week, uh, chatting to one of uh, the weekend warriors who ran the Otter African Trail Run, uh, Mike Stopforth, who is uh, yeah pretty busy. He's the CEO of a company called Cerebra. And uh, he was it was his first Otter. Very, very cool experience. Wrote a blog post that I came across uh, that I found pretty intriguing, and I've linked up to that blog post as well. But I, uh, my chat with Mike really goes into how he got into the sport, and a little bit about that blog post, the six tips that he gives uh, that if you're planning on running, uh, that you need to bear in mind if you're planning on running uh, an Otter Trail run in the future. And then I also caught up with uh, Graham Daniel from Gilletts in KZN. There's a brand new uh, trail run that is on the South African calendar next year. Entries have opened now. It's called the Mulweni Trail Run. Uh, almost exactly the same sort of setup as uh, the Otter Trail Run with a prologue on the Saturday and then the race on the Sunday. And it looks epic. Uh, yeah, the video looks spectacular. If you want to check it out, uh, the links are on uh, the show notes for this episode of Trail Talk Essay. And uh, yeah, that's about it. If you'd like to be in touch, you can. You can tweet us at Trail Talk Essay. You can also uh, f- like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash TrailtalkSA. Lots of cool stuff on that Facebook page as well. And as always, if there's anything you'd like us to know or if you'd like to be in touch via email, you can as well. It is podcast at trailtalksa.co.za. Before we get into this week's show, though, if I could ask you a huge favor. If you do listen to this podcast through the iTunes platform, if you wouldn't mind just taking a few seconds to give us a star rating, and if uh, you would be that kind to leave us a review as well, what that does is it helps other people discover this uh, trail running podcast on iTunes. Uh, Obviously, the more reviews... And the more favorable reviews we get, uh, the better it is uh, for helping us spread the word of this wonderful sport we all love so much. So, without further ado, let's get straight into this week's show, and our first guest is Mike. Trail Talk SA, the last uh, few months, actually, we've been chatting a lot about the Otter African Trail Run. And uh, last week on the show, we had the winner, Ricky Lightfoot. Uh, Awesome, awesome chat with Ricky, and what a great uh, run as well from uh, the Englishman. Absolutely crazy, crazy performance that he put in. But I wanted to sort of wrap things up and and, uh, was forwarded a blog post by our next guest, which I absolutely loved. And and one of the things I enjoy about the show is we chat to some great athletes, but we chat to some average ones as well. And not that he's an average athlete, but uh, he works hard for a living, works very hard for a living. Uh, and manages to put the time in uh, on the trails as well. And he ran the Otter African Trail Run as well. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show uh, Mike Stopforth. Mike, uh, thanks for chatting to us today.
1: Thanks, Brad. It, it, to be honest, it's, a, it's an even bigger pleasure being on the show. Um, you mentioned uh, uh, Ricky being on the show last week, and I listened to that show it's a little bit like uh, following up an interview with Freddie Mercury with an interview with Heinz Winkler. Uh, not, 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 that, not, that not that I think Heinz lacks anything in terms of talent, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a real privilege to be on the show. Awesome.
0: Mike, the, re- the reason I wanted to chat to you, I mentioned in the intros, is you work flipping hard for a living i mean i'm not quite sure where you find the time to train and uh, do what you do work wise because you you all i mean you literally so so busy but you get the you you put in the time how do you get that balance right before we get to that balance tell us a little bit about for for our listeners who don't know who you are tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into the the running the running but in just a sec
1: Sure, Brad. That's great. So, so, so my business is a. Um, we run an agency called Cerebra, and uh, it's very kind of you to say I work very hard. I, I try my best not to, but uh, yeah, I guess the, the byproduct of of the marketing game is that that you do tend to have uh, very busy periods. And um, but but you know, I I started running uh, in earnest uh, in, in Feb this year. Uh, my girlfriend registered us for the nine and a half. And at that point in time, um, a half marathon seemed uh, uh, you know unassailable um, uh, challenge but 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 was lucky to to do a couple of a couple of runs both uh, on road and, and off road and and loved loved the experience and 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 especially enjoyed uh races where you know sort of got to got to socialize and enjoy the camaraderie that comes with uh, a trail running in south africa and and got hooked and uh and it's been you yeah, sort of a really great journey from there just just enjoying learning about the sport um uh, you were you were very generous in your introduction but i 'm v- still very much an amateur um and 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 yeah as, as i learn uh so, so you, you you feel stronger and smarter and, and that helps i guess when you 're out there running
0: mike you say you're an amateur but you're a pretty decent runner i mean we will chat about your otter time in in just a second Have you only been running this year or were you were you sort of Doing the odd jog and, and just started taking it seriously this year.
1: So, so the first time I ever ran uh, more than I don't know more than two k's was um, was the Nike Run Josie uh, Inner City event uh, two years ago, the 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 um, the, the inaugural event, um, and then and then went off the boil. for I really enjoyed that. Went off the boil for a while, and uh, and then then started running uh, properly uh, or, or, or at least training. Uh, at the beginning of this year, ran my first trail uh, probably in March, um, and that was one of those little, you know, uh, five or seven kilometer runs. I think around the, um, a golf course somewhere, so it's not much of a trail. But I mean, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of that going on, and that's that's a great sort of introduction to the sport. And uh, and yeah, I, I think purely by virtue of necessity, had to had to get serious about it really quickly. Um, but but you know, to be honest, and that that's probably something we can talk about is that that I was I was really undercooked for Otter and um, I-, I think i'm lucky in that that I-, I probably have the kind of frame that that lends itself towards running so so that makes it a little bit easier i guess um, but uh but yeah it- it's 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 something um, it's something i'd love to talk about because i'm learning uh, so much more about you know training is not just getting out there and running training is is a very intentional uh, and and very well planned um, activity which you know for an a- Somebody who's beginning this sport, it's not something you really consider.
0: No, absolutely. You just try and try and get out there and, and just do your thing, and, and that's training. But I mean, yeah. you, you talk about that first trail run earlier this year, seven k's on a, on a golf course. The step up from that to Otter within your first year—that's a huge jump. What what brought that decision about?
1: Yeah, so that, that's actually a good. So I didn't register for Otter like uh, most people would. I have a friend, uh, Renan Ayers, He runs Student Village, a great business, and and Renan ran Otter last year and uh he he's also run African X a couple of other uh, uh great uh trails and stage races and um he mentioned to me that that, that I might be keen to do uh, Otto, and I laughed at him a lot uh <laughs> and then uh and then about four weeks well five weeks ago now um he gave me a call and said that he knew somebody who uh would not be running uh and that that entry might be made available in magnetic south would uh, they, they, so they do do transfers of of entries if they become available and somebody needs to pull out for whatever reason with an injury or another commitment. And so I, I, I signed up. Probably, To be honest with you, Brad, I mean, a lot of your listeners will, will cringe now, I've not not knowing what I was getting into at all. Um, and and I think the next four weeks were probably some of the most disturbing of my life as I as I, I read up exactly what it was that I was going to do uh, in the next. I, I understood that it was a, a full-length marathon and I'd run up to 30 34 k's before, so I assumed having covered that kind of distance it would be fine. But but otters Otter is not really a trail run. Otter, otter is a, a really swift hike. You know, it's a, it's a it's a it's a different ball game entirely. And and uh, and and I wasn't quite prepared for that. So so that that was the big lesson I guess I learned from Otter is that um, none of this is to be taken lightly. And 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 this is a proper sport that needs uh, real dedication and real training.
0: And in the build up to it, you you came close to to chickening out, didn't you?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> in fact, I, I think I have a WhatsApp message to an end that says, uh, uh, "Mate, uh, sorry about this, but uh, there's no ways I'm going to do this." Um, uh, I, I, I think I think so, so I, I tried to do a little bit of training leading up to the event. Uh, well, I did I did a fair bit of training, um, but but nothing uh, near to the scale that I needed to, and and I felt very undercooked both mentally and physically, and uh and i guess that happens you know you 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 set these goals for yourself and 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 you book these amazing events and we're so privileged to have access to so many of them here in south africa and then and then you suddenly realize um that you've got busy and you have commitments all over the place and and i think you know if i'm if i have to be brutally honest psychologically uh, I, I think I, I convinced myself that if I didn't train too hard, then then I would have an excuse to quit on the day, uh, which is is shameful to admit now. But but it, you know it's funny how your mind works, and 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 when you when you're not sure that you can do it, you, you you start to develop all sorts of methods to to give you a way out. You know,
0: but but your your mind is the the big key to this thing, and. Your mind—you nearly chickened out, but you ended up doing it. And on race day, it was probably your mind—I'm guessing—that that got you through this thing. Because if you went in that undercooked, it, it couldn't have been easy.
1: Yeah, no, no. It was, there was not, no part of it that was easy. Um, I—I I, yeah, was—I uh, think I was lucky, Brad, that I felt pretty good on race day. I had—I had a good prologue, um, and that I think. Um, uh, demystified what I was going to go through a little bit and I had a better sense of, of, of exactly what to expect, which helped, helped a lot. Um, I was feeling pretty healthy. I was lucky not to be carrying any niggles or injuries. So, so I guess I had a, a fairly good base to work from. And then, and then race day went really well. Um, I, I ran with some very cool people at the beginning and there was a good vibe and a good energy. And I think it helps that, you know, it was, it was the challenge and not necessarily the race. So in the challenge, it's a, it's a little bit more, uh, Informal, colloquial, and and it tends to be a bit more conversation and whatever, and um yeah I, I, the first part of my race um up to let's say 14 k's went went very well felt very strong at 10 k's um uh stopped off at Scott Hut uh, rehydrated um and and then and then at 14 k's the first uh, cramps hit and then I was like hold on a second this is not fun anymore. Um, and and then and then sort of from 14 to 25 was, was without a doubt uh, probably the, the hardest uh, two hours of my entire life. Um, I and I went through a full range of emotions there because uh, I was cramping quite badly and and uh, uh, I think just batting mentally, I probably hit a wall early at, at about 25. And then once I got through blow uh, through, through the, the river crossing at 30, um, I felt like a new man. And and, and you know fortunately enough the last. 12k's uh, on, on on the course are, are relatively flat. You're on the plateau, and you have an opportunity to take advantage of that single track. and, and I felt a bit stronger there, and, and was able to 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 pick up pick up a little bit of pace again. But uh, but yeah, I I, I, pre- I went through the full range of, of, of experiences and emotions. Yeah,
0: very very cool. And then Mike, the, the blog post that that I that I ended up reading, it, it's called Six Tips for Making the Most of Your Otter Trail Race or Challenge. Uh, and and they, I mean, there's six really cool points. The first one is is training. You you touched on that. Tell us tell us a little yeah. bit more about that structured training. And and if you had to go into it again, what you would would probably do differently.
1: Yeah, so so I guess based based in Joburg, one of the first things I do is is uh try and mimic some of the climbs that, that you'll experience at I and, and obviously you, you walk most of those climbs. I think even, even the pros that do the sub sevens and sub sixes are, are, are still doing uh, are still just um uh climbing uh, or walking up those climbs. So so, you know, to spend time at places like Westcliff and do as many of those climbs as possible, but but to do so uh, probably with your, your, your gear um, or, you, you know, the full uh, scope of your gear uh, with you because that, that was a big surprise for me on race day was was not understanding the impact that that tiny little hydration pack would have um, on, on, you know, sort of it, it eventually it feels like it weighs 30 or 40 kilograms. Um, so, so I think training with, with your kit and your hydration pack makes a, a hell of a difference. Um, so, so for me as, as a beginner, those are things that I would have considered doing very differently. And, and then obviously making sure that you've run a trail the same distance to get a, get a sense of the impact of that kind of, uh, uh, length of run on your body and on your mind. Um, yeah, that that would have helped a lot. uh, The second point was, was around timing, um, it was quite interesting. I went for a run the other day and uh, walked up a, a particularly uh, angry hill in, in my uh, in my area, and realised that I can I can walk at a very comfortable pace uh, even on a, a fairly steep incline of of nine nine to you know nine to ten. Um, uh, uh, k's per minute, or minutes per k, or whatever. But yeah, minutes per k. And um, and Arta, at the end of the run, I realized that I'd done 11 minutes per k um, over the whole run. So it just gives you an idea of how slow some of that course is. Um, you know, literally, you know, you're literally climbing over um, some very technical stuff and, and, and having to deal with uh, high levels of concentration and very slow going, you know? Um, so from a timing perspective, I think you, you underestimate how much time you'll actually have on your side uh, if you just keep a steady pace going,
0: yeah. It's, it, I mean, when you when you put it into perspective that way, with regards to that minutes per k, it, it actually I think it it lets for somebody who hasn't done the otter. I think that definitely puts it in perspective how how hard and technical that that run run actually is.
1: Yeah, and and, and again, it's it's probably not it's not not realistic to call it a run. I think if 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 I ran for thirteen or fourteen k's out of the forty two, it was a lot. Um, the rest was was climbing uh, 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 getting over some very technical stuff and and uh, you know, i'm i 'm not at nearly at the level of confidence that that other guys are where you can run uh, over that technical i think i'm still a little bit paranoid about my my princess feet you know so um, <laughs> so 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 yeah I, I tend to be a little bit more reserved but but oddly enough, getting over those 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 segments uh, you, you know and and taking time, I still managed to to get in in a, in a relatively decent time. So I think, I think you can pace yourself really well. And, and one of the best pieces of advice I had leading up to, to the race was just keep going. Uh, just keep moving. The moment you stop, it becomes a lot harder to go again. So, so if you can keep moving and you've got those remedies in your bag to, to aid with cramp and, and, and hydration and that kind of thing, uh, you, you avoid the temptation to stop. It's when you stop and lose momentum that I think your mind uh, starts to play uh, tricks on you. So, so, you know, just those little those little wins, getting to the top of that hill, rewarding yourself with a drink, getting to the top of the next single track, turning that corner, those little goals become uh, imperative.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mike, I don't want to go through all the posts, uh, all, yeah. all, the, all the points, because I, I actually want to point people in the right direction to go and read it, because it's a very cool read. But one of, the, one of the others that I wanted to touch on uh, was the, the fifth one, and you spoke about nutrition in there as well, as well as water. But the fifth yeah. one, you talk about taking it all in. I mean, that... Little stretch of coastlines, probably one of the most beautiful in this country, and 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 that's pretty important is to is to remember why you're out there first of all, but also to enjoy the sights and sounds, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so, so one of the things that really played on my mind leading up to 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 the challenge was was the amount of people that spoke about this as you know the Grail of trail and the Forbidden Race, and I was I, I had visions of you know sort of. Uh, Indiana Jones, and I was like, oh my god, what, are, you know, what am I getting myself into? But, but I think the people, uh, I think the trail is built up in people's minds, not necessarily because of the technicality, but because of the the, the sheer majesty of the coastline that you that you uh, spend time on, and it, it really is something special. I mean, uh, you know, you, it, it, it's quite something to behold the the sight the sound. A, a lot of guys ran with with you know headphones in and were playing music, and I, I found. I found the water and the sound of the trail and the sound of the birds, you know, one of the biggest parts of the experience. So just letting your senses uh, tune in to to, to that entire, uh, you know, sort of menagerie of, of, of nature and, and, and the views. And, and it's just, it's an absolutely mind-blowing experience. It, I mean, Jacques Moret took some incredible photography, uh, which, I've, you know, I've shared some on the post and, and uh, there's also someone in his Facebook groups or whatever, but but I mean that just gives you a, a small sense of what it's like out there. But it, it, it's quite extraordinary, and to experience that with other people uh, is, is is quite a privilege. I mean, I, I felt I felt really that, that's pretty much the best word. I felt really privileged to to be a part of it.
0: Yeah I mean those those pictures on on the site are are spectacular to say the least uh, yeah, it looks yeah. like it looks like it is I mean I'd love to do it as well and and, and maybe next year is the year but uh, it would yeah it just looks like it is such an experience Mike uh, yeah I don't want to keep you too long where where, where can and uh, you you hang out online as well where can folks find you online
1: Yeah so I mean thanks Brad I I um I have a, a blog where where I did put this post up um it's at mikestopforth.com so dot .com, and then all the links to to the other bits and pieces are there as well you can find me on twitter also at mikestopforth and uh yeah i'd love to get in touch with the guys and especially those that that uh are you know, like me uh weekend warriors who are quite interested in in um in 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 you know sort of trying new new challenges and new opportunities like It really is a privilege and uh, I hope they learn from my uh, <laughs> lack of knowledge um, and, and do a better job than I did. But, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute honor and a privilege to be involved in, and I couldn't encourage people more.
0: Mike, what I'll do as well is uh, if somebody's listening to this and they want to link straight through, I'll, I'll link it from the show notes. So just get a trail run essay. At, what am I saying? Trail run. Trailtalksa.co.za forward slash uh, 11. And you can link straight through to, to Mike's post on his, on his website there as well. And then, Mike, finally, what's, what's next on the cards for you?
1: Uh good question. So so I'm actually uh I'm registered for uh 70.3 for uh Ironman uh in in uh in Jan, so that that's that's the next big uh thing on the cards for, from a from a trail, trail running perspective. I'm I'm part of a very cool uh sort of WhatsApp and Facebook group that that's got some nice events coming through. Uh, there's there's a couple that I, that I'm very keen on on uh, on trying, but uh, I, 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 I don't want to make the same mistake I made with Archer and be flippant about it. I want to do the the, the homework and decide on something that I can really do a, a great job at. But in the meantime, just as many races as possible uh, out on the road, running the sprints, all those things that that uh, uh, all of us need to be doing more of. So, so having a ball, yeah.
0: Awesome, Mike. Stop thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us and and all the best and and good luck for that journey to to half Ironman as well.
1: Shot, shot, Brad, I really appreciate it.
0: Trail Talk SA from one iconic South African race to another race that's brand new. And uh, looks like it could well become one of the iconics here in SA. Uh, it's a pleasure to welcome on to Trail Talk SA this week. Graham Daniel, who is the race director of a brand new race called the Mulweney Trail Run. We find you in Gillets in KZN this morning. Uh, Graham, thanks for for chatting to us on the show.
2: Good, Adam. thanks for having me. Much appreciated.
0: Graham, I'm intrigued uh, by this race. I saw a, a YouTube video, and what I'll do is I'll post that video on our website as well. So if people want to check out more about the race, they can. But I watched this video and uh, you know what, these these race videos are always interesting because I sit and watch them and go, oh, I want to do that, I want to do that, and yours in particular looks spectacular. Tell us a little bit about the, the run itself. It's going to be almost in the same sort of vein as the Otter where there's a prologue on the, on the, the Saturday and then the main race on the Sunday. Tell us a little bit more.
2: Yes, 100% correct, Brad. Um, look, it's very much because and modeled around the Otter because of the, the wonderful work that uh, Magnetic South have done it truly set the, the standard so high that there is no way we would try and repeat or emulate or what have you. So we can only say, guys, hats off, you know, and, uh, what's the correct saying is that, um, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So, yeah, we, we unashamedly say that, guys, it's, it's, uh, it's a copy of that prologue in the, in the, uh, Saturday, on the Saturdays, day one, that's very much for seeding purposes because we go straight into some single track on day two. Um, And, yeah, Otter, obviously 42, whereas we're only 32 Ks. But it's the idea is that earlier in the year that if people want to be training or have entered for Otter, that it would be an ideal preparation type race. But that being said, it is and does have features of its own that are truly unique, truly iconic. And, yeah, I appreciate you saying that uh, we might get to that same status because that is certainly one of our goals. And if we achieve it, we would be thrilled.
0: I mentioned that you're in, in, in Gillets in, in KZN, which is just around the corner from the gorge where the race is actually around. Tell us a little bit about the terrain. For for somebody who perhaps doesn't know that part of the country, tell us tell us about what they can expect.
2: Yeah, well, this is one of the main reasons why we actually located and and, and chose this venue, Brad, because it's, it's this 584 hectare in the middle of a city that very few people actually realize is such a beautiful gem. And... It's a KZN Wildlife, or is in located KZN Wildlife managed property, and it borders on the Amgeni River, and in between there are many rural um, villages. And it's really a combination of, with the river, with KZN Wildlife, and with the, the, the local um, communities, that we've said, guys, we need to use this land in a sustainable way that everybody can benefit from it, instead of just having this fence around a piece of land in the middle of a, highly residential area that guys can get the benefit from it you know so using the trails means we get to maintain the trails we're incorporating the community so that they see the benefit of having that land preserved next to their right next to their um places of residence and of course the the local residents get to benefit because it keeps the value of the land to them and uh, you know the value of their properties etc so it's very much um it's not isolated, it's very much part of the city, um, but it's very uh, not known, as, as well known as it could be, and it truly, really, truly is beautiful, I mean, there's three waterfalls that we run underneath and alongside, um, through the Molweni River itself, so, yeah, I mean, it's really, truly, truly is beautiful.
0: You, you mentioned that it's a, a good training, training run for, or preparation for the Otter next year, entries have just opened for the race, but when does the race itself happen?
2: The race is certain 4th of May next year. Um, and yes, we have open entries and we've had a great response, which is such a nice indication that there's so much enthusiasm out there for trail running. But we, we also will have one or two training runs for participants wanting to know the route and get to know it and feel more comfortable that they, they can complete that distance. So for novices, you know, on the 30th of November, we've got a training run that they can come and join us. It's, you know, free of charge. It's just a sort of a, a, a jaunt along the trails. Because the trails are technical. We do and have chosen, specifically chosen, routes that are, um, I don't use the word technical, but they, they require a, a degree of skill of trail running, and people need to know how to, where to, and why to. Um, but, you know, if we do those training runs, we feel that they will be able to see it and make the decision for themselves. So, yeah, um Certainly positioned well in the air to train for Otter, and then those people wanting to train as a build-up will have opportunities to do that to complete this race as well. So let's say if you chose to do both, it would be a fantastic year from now until September next year.
0: Yeah. I I mean, that I actually quite like that you are doing that on the trails. Uh, Otter is a difficult one because you you obviously can't run on those trails outside of that run. These trails, I mean, you talk about organizing these runs. Is that the only time people can access these trails?
2: Um, yes and no the there are there's a network of trails within um, the reserve itself managed by Isambela cousin and and they exist, but they are shorter trails and we have connected the various trails together as well as going outside of the reserve so the trails that are outside of the reserves are will be only used for our event, so people aren't aware of those where those are and how to go over them and Probably not safe to go as an individual, so we would go as groups, you know, with backup vehicles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, it's a combination of both. We would be creating a network of trails to get people around the reserve, and we are we're not building trails within the reserve. We're building trails outside of the reserve so that we can get the distance, um, the 32 ks for
0: the event itself. And, and, and you mentioned entries were, were open, and the response has been great. Entries are limited, though. Uh, how, many, how many athletes are you going to have there on the weekend?
2: 250 athletes, Brad, um, and yeah, we've sold over half of the entries already. So, as I said, a, a great response from the people. Um, and the idea is that it's not that we want to sell out the entries as soon as possible, but you know, we are providing everyone with a customized shirt, a technical garment from Salomon, our presenting sponsors, and those we will be, we will be making this side of the year and posting to everybody so that when they're going out and training, they can be wearing their um or when Trail Run shirt. So... It's That's one of the reasons why we need to get the entries in as soon as possible, manufacture the garments, and it also helps us from a logistical point of view, um, the number of males, the number of females, you know, all those sort of logistics that we want to be very, very mindful of. Safety is a prim- primary concern of ours, um, sort of the time, places that we need to be around the routes. We've got various extraction points, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, we want to get to know our athletes, um, their abilities, and to help us with the logistics so that it can be as safe and as sound as possible.
0: I mean, you, you say it's quite quite technical. Is, I mean, could, could a novice possibly, listening to the set, this is a goal for, for next May and, and, and build up and, and, and run the race, basically from doing very little now to, to getting to race day?
2: Yes, if they came and, and saw the route itself first. That, and that's the exact reason why we want to have these these little training days. Um, The one on the 30th of November, we go to the 9K mark, and then we'll have a vehicle to take people back if they want to, or alternatively, they can run back to a start, so they could get an 18K run in. And that way, 9 k is anyone, you and I can go and walk that, no problem, and get an idea of what the trail looks like. So, yes, it's possible, but I would suggest doing your homework, because it is tough. Um, I ran the prologue course on Saturday last week, and it's tough. Uh, We had nearly 300 meters of climbing in 65 k. so... It's not easy, um, you certainly need to be fit, but it is doable. Um, you know, so six and a half k's translates to like seven odd minutes per k, so if we're doing that over the whole terrain, we're looking at around about a, you know, it could be a, could be a six hour a day out there yeah. for the slower athlete.
0: Graham, you mentioned the entries and, and there's only half of them left now, how can people go about entering entering the race?
2: Run Um and it's, there's a link there It says enter, click on the enter and wonderful seamless online uh, process, credit, debit cards and EFT, um, it's all been working seamlessly, we haven't had one single hitch with anybody's entry so um, yeah, click on the link and we'll take you through to the entry. Yeah. If there are any problems or if anyone has, is experiencing they're welcome to get a hold of me um, and yeah, we will certainly consider it. The other little thing that we are going to do, if there are if there are people that want to run for a charity and they want us to give them a free entry because they're running for a cause, they're welcome to send us a letter from their official charity saying they are running for, to raise funds for us, and we would happily um, give them an entry into the event to raise funds for a r- related cause.
0: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Uh, what I'll do is I'll pop those uh, links up on our website as well in the show notes for this episode of uh, Trail Talk SA. Just go to trailtalksa.co.za forward slash 10 and uh, you can link straight through there as well. Graham. it sounds like it's going to be a great event. I'll pop that video up too so people can have a look at it. It looks The area looks amazing. It's stunning. Uh, and, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, a tough weekend out. I want to wish you all the best. And if there's anything you'd like uh, our listeners to know in the build-up to the race, if anything changes or, or whatever, please do let us know, and, and we'll be more than willing to spread that news.
2: Fantastic, and thanks so much to you, Brad, for spreading the news about Trail because uh, there's so much passion passion and good energy happening around the country at the moment that it's uh, it's thanks to you guys like yourself and all the good journalists out there that are spreading the news, so thanks very much. We really appreciate it.
0: Pretty cool show this week on Trail Talk SA. Thanks to both my guests, Mike Stopforth and Graham Daniel. I appreciate uh, your time, gentlemen. It was great catching up. And I hope uh, you enjoyed the show as much as I enjoyed putting it together once again this week. Very enlightening. And uh, yeah, some great reading material online as well. Definitely go check out Mike's website and check out that blog post if you are considering possibly running the Otter African Trail Run. It is definitely worth the read. And those six points are definitely things you want to keep in mind if you are going to run it. So until next week, uh, as always, if you want to be in touch in the meantime, you can pop us a tweet at SA. You can also uh, pop us a message on Facebook. Just search for us, or you can pop me an email, podcast at trailtalksa.co.z. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for listening to this. I really do appreciate all the kind messages, uh, at tweets, Facebook posts, and emails. Uh, your kind words are much appreciated. So from myself, Brad Brown, until next week, enjoy the trails, and we'll chat then. Cheers.